This is Scoot from the Cleveland Sports Fan Network here to tell you about our new lineup for the rest of 2021 and beyond. We still have your favorites like Oshimaida and the Fan on Mondays, our flagship show, the Cleveland Sports Fan, on Tuesdays. Wednesday has the Burley Gunner Show. Thursday is the Four Chubs, a roundtable show hosted by Burley Gunner. And on Friday, Pit Road News, a NASCAR, F1, and IndyCar talk show hosted by Scoot the Cleveland sports fan himself. New episodes every day at 6 a.m. Eastern. Visit us at redcircle.com forward slash Cleveland dash sport dash fan. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to the law firm of Davis & Davis. We're not a real law firm. Go ahead, grab a beer, a glass of wine, sit back and listen. sure my eyes look like shit i just had to put drops in them it's been it's been so freaking dry here lately that my eyes are just got fucking yeah it feels like there's sand in them so i had to switch to the slightly smaller glass because we're doing bourbon Uh oh and do bourbon in the big glass that would be bad no, it wouldn't be bad. It would be it would be fantastic. It would be fantastic. Let's see here. Let's see if I can do this. Um I I was I was so enthralled with your cup the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I was worried where that was going. <laughs> uh, let's see here. B R U and I didn't know how to spell it. No, I flashed it in front of you enough. You could have looked at the footage. Uh, let's see here. Yes, I, I saw the uh, I saw the fluorescent yellow. Like I um, said, it was on sale. Okay. <laughs> let's see here. I can't. And you don't lose the thing. Is you don't lose this fucking thing. Like you always well, know where it is. That's why you keep it at home. No, this is my travel. This is when I go boating or this is nobody has this ugly ass yellow glass. I always know where this fucking thing is. Uh, Okay. Apparently none of my shit's working. (laughs) This is it's been it's been a long day, dude. Oh man, this is uh this is really sad because I can't I can't remember my uh my login now. Four. Um 
Uh, for brewmate. Let's see. Oh, here. I think I've always logged in as a guest, but I, uh, well, maybe I was logged in as a guest. I don't know. I just keep, don't know. Don't know. I, I believe trying... you said you got the tall boy version. <laughs> here it is. Uh, yeah. Let me, let me pop this baby in. Which roommate 24 ounce can koozie boom look at that yeah and it was look at what it was on sale for oh yeah heck yeah i was like okay okay because i i do always drink the butt ice 25 ounce cans that's what i buy and uh i've already got a uh a yeti cooler for the 12 ounce cans so I went and got this one. Uh, damn, that's big. I, 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 will, I will honestly say I am so looking forward. It's supposed to be here by Friday this week. Nice. Um, the no-slip base, but uh, I don't know if this one has the thing that goes in the bottom. Probably not. It would probably say so in the description. Works with... 24 and 25 ounce cans yeah you just got the beer only one mine's kind of like the multi-purpose mm. you know i can i can drink out of it because it has a lid i can put a beer can in it because it has the beer can yeah that that thing there mm. rainbow titanium look at that baby i am so excited <laughs> Well, maybe I'll switch to this bad boy for bourbon here shortly. That's a- uh, <laughs> on what number three ish? So on. today you're, you're so already on out. three. Yeah, yeah, but you know, I came home, had a drink, then ate dinner, then had a drink. So you know, gotcha. So today we are. What we we got something different today? What did we get? Uh, Jim Beam Devil's Cut. Just because I heard some good stuff about it. I'm like, let's try this out. Why don't we? Um, And it's a really good mixing bourbon, in my opinion, because it's a little uh, too bitey, spicy to just drink solo for me. But all that flavor comes out uh, when you mix it with the ginger ale. So it's got a great flavor, the ginger ale. And I also tried, and I can't remember what I bought. Oh, Old Forester. Um, and it's a little, little more mellow. That yeah, I could probably drink that just on ice. But I also got the hundred proof version, so it's a little bitey. But it's it's, it's not bad. Both bottles were like twenty bucks. And I was like, Ooh. yeah. I was like, huh. if I'm mixing it and it tastes good, more power to me. Mm. I'm I'm just with my old regular tonight, which is Bud Ice 25 ounce cans in my 33 ounce Yeti. <laughs> Does that mean you? No, you can't put two of them in there. I can't. I can do maths. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mm. Ah. So yeah, I'm uh, 
I'm, 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 yeah, I'm enjoying this, enjoying it. Um, I feel bad. I feel bad. Well, I don't feel bad for anyone. Um, fuck that. No Except for yourself. <laughs> uh, uh, next, well, <laughs> next weekend, I will be, um, there's funneling there's, your microphone, apparently. What the fuck? Dude, there's fucking cat hair all over it. You have it, cats, and why are you amazed at this fact? I, I may have gotten rid of Are you rid- sucking on your microphone? Don't worry about it. I may have gotten rid of one cat. <laughs> <laughs> um, how's my audio sound? Because my level on my soundboard says that it's not getting anything, but yet the level on my Zoom cast says that I'm getting a lot. Yeah, I had to turn my headset down a touch. So you're coming through loud and clear. Good. I want people to hear me in the bathroom while I'm playing in the living room. <laughs> Why not? Anyways. Uh, uh, so how was your week? Week away. Uh, not too bad. A little boring. Uh yeah, no, it was, it was good. It was, it was good. Um, boring. Why, why would, why would Burke's weekend be boring? Uh, Cause I did Jack and shit. I sat on my computer and killed shit on games for most of the day. That's what I did. So I, mean, I got work on Saturdays, man. I don't have a weekend. I have a day off. You know, I mean, it's kind of like working theater. I, you have a day off, you know, and then granted, I usually get my middle of the week day off, which that is tomorrow. Thank God, because I get the funny feeling that the head's not going to be feeling very good tomorrow morning because I'm going to switch to the bigger cup here shortly. The head will be fine. Um, no, my hangovers suck now that I'm old. They were the bad head. when I was young. They're worse now. The head will be fine. It's. It's the liver that you have to worry out, worry about. Yeah, um, whatever. Uh, okay. Not donating it. I don't care. I have, as as Burke can tell by the background that is behind me, I have seven days left, so we can't discuss that yet. But seven I don't, days I don't know left what you're until, talking about. I can't confirm or out. deny anything about the background-related <laughs> things that are going on in your life i don't want to i don't know nothing (laughs) i have no comment (laughs) so we were gonna do something uh something a little different today it has nothing to do with ohio it has nothing to do as a matter of fact i'm gonna let burke lead this because it was his idea I, yeah, we, we'd done some Ohio stuff. We'd done some Akron news stuff. And I'm like, hey, why don't we just talk about us? And he's like, that sounds fucking boring. Okay. Uh, what about your favorite movies? Like, wait, you mean like by genre? Like, yeah, why not? So we have done, I believe 10 ish, 10 ish, mm-hmm. uh, categories. And we, uh, we didn't even talk about which categories we were going to do. So this is kind of a free form, uh, favorite movie, favorite genre. And at the end, we're going to throw in our favorite holiday film. 
because the holidays are coming up. Oh, thank God. <laughs> it's like Thanksgiving's not here yet. And there's people on my block with fucking Christmas trees lit up in their front yard. Um, that's insane. Uh, I live behind a Walmart, which is. <laughs> that's a whole story right there, isn't it? That's a whole I, podcast right I, I, there. <laughs> I should tell people ahead of time, do not ever, ever think ever. that it's a good idea to move behind a Walmart. I I, I, I don't even, I, I honestly don't want to know those stories. I don't, I don't want to hear it. I, it I don't, is, I don't want to hear it. Yeah. I don't want to hear it. I've seen the people of Walmart. If you've never been to the website, people of Walmart. Oh God, that's a time killer. It's fantastic. The, the, the thing that sucked me into the internet was this picture of this girl walking into a, into a Walmart and her back, her back had boobs. She had so, back boobs hanging out of this backless shirt. She had boobs. I, yeah just so yeah if you've if you've if you've never been to a walmart before walmart if you look at the wheels on the cart that you're pushing at walmart one wheel is going to be different one wheel is going to be kind of like a solid uh a black and what that is is it's a break. So you now, tip it up on one wheel to stop it? No. Okay. You take the cart out of Walmart and decide that since you live right behind Walmart, you're going to push that cart all the way to your house. <laughs> what this lock does is there is a signal that Walmart puts out and when uh, your cart goes beyond that signal, that wheel locks. Oh, that sounds like fun. Now, this is where it gets to be fun, people. The signal drops out right at my front yard. Oh, so they can keep going once they get past your house. No. Once... No, that's where it locks up. So, hence, you wake up every morning and there's five or seven Walmart carts in your front yard. <laughs> don't ever move behind a Walmart. And don't put a front porch cam on your front porch if it faces the back of the Walmart. I, I, every day I say hi to Jay, who drives his truck over to pick up all the carts out of the front yard. <laughs> Hey Jay, how you doing? Yeah, How's it going, Jay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey Jay, tomorrow could you bring a twelve pack with you? I'll give you cash. <laughs> What's on sale? <laughs> uh, all, right, all right, so we're gonna so, have to pause because I am out. Oh my God, he's pausing. All right, what are we? I didn't we look. Are, there's no, there's are, a couple ice cubes in here. What the hell am I gonna do? 
one two, away two minutes into a podcast, and he's like, I, I, "Okay, I, I will I, switch." I I don't have to pee. I just have to get another drink. I got pee, man. You go pee. You go the road. All right, everyone. We're going to take a little break here. And we're back. So the flip phone. (laughs) (laughs) No one has an idea. Nobody has a clue what the hell you're talking about at this moment. But... And they can sit and wonder. (laughs) (laughs) So we are going to go over some of our favorite films and possibly why. Oh, hang on. We've got to take a break here. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So we're bemoaning the fact that Dean Stockwell died today. Um, And actually he was part of uh, a couple of my favorite films of all times also he was uh dr yui in dune mm-hmm. not a lot of people like the 85 version i like it mm-hmm. I, I like it a lot um and he was also in blue velvet which is just a really fucked up dark film but i also love it so he actually did the dallas film festival when i was working at a couple of, well about 10 years ago a couple of ten years ago. A couple of ten years. <laughs> couple of oh fuck a decade, whatever. Anyway, we're fucking old. Yeah, just such. All right. So, what you is got... it that you wanted to talk about? I don't know. You want to put your background back on, or you're just gonna chill with your living room there? Nobody's... No fucking care. All right. So, I have a small list, and unfortunately, I don't have like one film for each i may have multiples but uh do you have a horror genre no i don't no okay mm. right, you well. know I, I i never really watched horror flicks so i'm not huge on them i got a couple of favorites i'll just share them with you here real quick american werewolf in london Although being a black comedy at the same time and just, yeah. And Jenny Aguter, goddamn, she's was just fine as I didn't get it. But anyway, love that film. Um, uh, Carpenter's the thing. Okay. Just a solid thriller and horror and whatever you want to call it. And then uh, I was kind of watching some videos earlier. I was like, Silence of the Lambs popped up. I was like, I guess it could be considered a horror film. It, it, it's one of my favorites of all time. Is that horror or is it a drama? <laughs> it could be drama. It could be thriller. It could be, you know, cop. Yeah, it, it kind of goes over a couple genres and everything. Mm-hmm. So. All right. So that's one of my categories. Uh Please go ahead and, and grab one of your categories and then pontificate. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going sci-fi. Oh, dear God. You should save that for last. Save that. Oh. <laughs> save it for last. Okay. Because that'll be the biggest conversation to us geeks. Then here, here's what I'm going to do. I, I'm making kind of a genre. It's called 80s flicks. Oh, no, that's perfectly acceptable. Wish I'd have thought of it. Now, the first 80s flick that I have listed is Pump Up the Volume. 
Oh, Christian Slater. Great film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, four non-blondes. Sing the 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 head or the lead song for the show. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Oh, oh, yeah, love it. Good film. Uh, number two for 80s flicks. Breakfast Club. Yeah, I mean, you just kind of got to put all those films together almost and just say, you know, the, you know, because Ferris Bueller's in that mix too somewhere. Yes. Um, <laughs> well, I, I only I have two more left. Okay, go ahead. Two 80s flicks left. One is Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the other one was War Games. Which starred the exact same man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, there's my top four 80s flicks. What do you have? I don't have an 80s flicks. I did not know that was a, I didn't know that was a choice. But, and I'm probably going to regret this. The first time I ever watched Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I was tripping on acid. And when the Ferrari comes over the top of the screen with the Death Star or the yeah, the Imperial March or whatever, going, I was losing my mind. And then at the end of the film, when the Ferrari goes out the back window, I was like, Oh fuck. Oh shit. Oh god. Yeah, you know, I just yeah. I was like almost having a bad trip there for a second yeah that was yeah that was my introduction to ferris bueller i was tripping balls so did not do a whole heck of a lot but yeah so All yeah right. no good 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 picks there i didn't didn't have uh 16 candles i i, I think i think you could do Okay, the director that directed uh, John Hughes. You could candles. just say John Hughes. Uh, anything that of, was yeah. John Hughes was probably uh, in my top ten list yeah. of of yeah. all time movies. But I'll, I'll definitely take Breakfast Club. Ah, that's a tough one, man. It's like if you had to choose between Breakfast Club and Ferris Bueller. Shit. Um, it, it, Breakfast Club to me is the quintessential. Uh, uh, this is how we grew up in the eighties flick. Um, you, you the, did have, you did have the jocks. You did have the freaks. You yeah. did, you, but everyone got along and so you didn't uh, eventually. In, yeah. You didn't live in the, the, the same class as somebody else like that, but you did get along. And that, if, I were, if I recall, the scene where they're all sitting around explaining what they did to get detention was a, a lot of that was improv stuff. They were like given a general idea of what to say and just improv the whole bit, which it kind of got pretty real there for a while. And, and that's just I, a great scene. I, I think that's why you've really got to look at John Hughes is probably one of the best directors of the, I mean, coming out of the 80s oh 90s God, yeah. man died too soon way too soon oh it's uh i mean the movies that he made in the 80s were kind he of had, he, any anything for anybody home yeah. alone 
you know, I'm, I'm, that could be on our holiday film list. That's such a great holiday film. Um, I've I've got enough holiday films. <laughs> I, I I kept it down to two. I was kind of a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what what's our next category? Uh, I have. Oh, I'm I'm gonna probably do something you didn't do. Romance. Oh. Wow. And I'm going to totally fuck you up on this one because you've probably never seen it. It's a film, I believe, that was filmed the year I was born called Dr. Zhivago. Mm. You know, I watched the four-hour version of Dr. Zhivago, and... Um, I'm impressed. One hundred percent, completely. Never need to see it again. Oh God, that 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 film rips. It, it's one of the few films that will rip my heart out. It just, yeah, it sucks so bad. I I can't watch it. it if every couple years, maybe. If we're gonna go romance, I'm gonna have to go with uh, the movie Ghost. That was probably my favorite as far as romance uh, oh, oh. goes. I'm not, yeah, I'm not upset with that choice at all. All right. Uh, I, I love me some Demi Moore. Yeah. Uh, it was just, it was a very well done movie. This is Scoot from the Cleveland Sports Fan Network here to tell you about our new lineup for the rest of 2021 and beyond. We still have your favorites like Oshimaida and the Fan on Mondays. Our flagship show, the Cleveland Sports Fan on Tuesdays. Wednesday has the Burley Gunner Show. Thursday is the Four Chubs, a roundtable show hosted by Burley Gunner. And on Friday, Pit Road News, a NASCAR, F1, and IndyCar talk show hosted by Scoot, the Cleveland Sports Fan himself. New episodes every day at 6 a.m. Eastern. Visit us at redcircle.com forward slash Cleveland sport fan. Let's face it, Patrick Swayze is always a good time. Okay. All right. All right. What's your next on the list then? Action. Oh, yes. And the the number one on my list for action. I, I I have a whole bunch listed here, guys. I, um, I, I kept it to three. I did one, two, three. I did uh, four. Uh, number one on the action list is Lone Wolf McQuaid. Oh, Christ. If I saw that film, it was 10 years ago. I don't, I don't remember it. Mr. Uh, uh, Oh, uh, come on, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> I, 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 I've got it sitting right here, too. <laughs> come on, brain cells, where are you at? <laughs> the minute that I show you the cover, you're going to sit there and go, oh, you forgot him? Here. Chuck Norris? Is there that what you're talking go. about, Chuck Norris? There you go. Mr. David Carradine? Okay, I, I have not seen this film. I feel David Carrera, Tia, or uh, Tia Carrera's mother. 
Yeah, Robert Beltran. Robert Beltran from uh, the Star Trek series. LQ Jones. Uh, that's a good, that's a solid cast right there, man. Dude, it, okay, you say it's a solid cast. I need you to watch this movie. I, I will, I will, I will, I will, I will find that wherever it is. I, I'm, I've got to rent it. I will watch that. I will tell you right now. It is, uh, it is, it is Chuck Norris and Chuck Norris's prime. Um, he, he makes the movie. It is, it is basically a Jason Statham movie with Chuck Norris. <laughs> Lone Wolf McQuaid. <laughs> Pluto TV. Never heard of it. Prime Video. Might have it. Okay. Lone Wolf McQuaid. Number two is The Expendables. Nice choice there. I like that. Number three is... I I had a tough decision here uh, because there's two two movies that I I I think deserve it and and be, because I was in the Navy you know throw this, them both out whatever so I had to make the decision between the two Navy movies and a race car movie no oh, tough um all right two Navy movies I, are. Our Hunt for Red October. Oh, God damn. I didn't even think of that one. Fuck. And Top Gun. Oh, shit. Yeah. And then the racing movie is, of course, Days of Thunder. Uh, sorry. I, 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 as Burke knows or any of my friends know, <laughs> I was into NASCAR. Everyone kept picking on me because he, they were like, ah, those guys don't know how to turn right. Um, <laughs> like I was thinking Monte Carlo or something. You know, Days of Thunder. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Monte it, it, Carlo. It, it, it. Monte Carlo was, oh, that is up there on my list. Of <laughs> You're like, fuck it. Best movies ever. <laughs> but, oh. All right. So there's my four actions. Okay. I have. I have three action movies. Uh, I, 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 you know what? I'm, I'm no, I'm going to cut it down to two because one of them's on my holiday film too. All right, so I'm going to have to go with John Wick. Oh, go! Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. just fucking love one and two. I have yet to see three, uh, but yeah, God, I love those films. And uh, Fury Road. I've never heard of it. Mad Max Fury Road. Okay, I've never heard of it. The recent remake of the Mad Max movies with uh oh shoot, have you ever seen the original Mad Max? Yes. And Mel Gibson, see... come on, man. Yeah, okay. Have you seen the Mad Road Max Warrior? Beyond Thunderdome. No, um... no, no. That's Mad Max the musical. That one doesn't fucking count. <laughs> <laughs> the road warrior yes take the road warrior and be able to film it today the way that you want to film it today and then take it over the top that's fury road 
Okay. It is. Uh, yeah, I, I get it. It's not Mel Gibson. And I'm okay with that because they got the original director, the original, the, the, the bunch of the original guys from the road warrior did this film and got to spend whatever money they wanted to and cast whoever they wanted to and do whatever the hell they wanted to. And it is no, it's, it's, it's fucking great. It's great. Mm-hmm. You have that. You, you know, you, I'm going to watch lone wolf. You're going to watch fury road. Okay, I will put okay. that on my list right okay. now. All right. All right, so what was your other one? Uh, I got to save it for the holiday film. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right, so we have done horror, action, romance. We're saving science fiction for last. Uh, I went I went animated for my next genre. You're kidding. I didn't do no. animated. Okay, well, have you ever seen uh, a film called Spirited Away? I have heard about it. Um, Miziaki is probably the anime genius of the past century. It's worth a look. It's worth watching. You won't fucking understand a thing that's going on. It's kind of like the big Lebowski of anime films. Just let it wash over you. Just take it in and just enjoy what you're looking at and by the end you'll be like i think i enjoyed that i'm not quite sure but i think i enjoyed that it's just it's beautiful now is that is that the same guy that did the 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 show star blazers no um miziaki did um um fuck i'm gonna screw these titles up here uh totoro uh he did uh howl's moving castle uh a couple of they're kind of a lot of his shit's kind of kids films but they get into that kind of scary stuff occasionally too but yeah spirited away well worth a watch and then my second one was wally like wally like the wally disney pixar wally I, you, you got great music. You got, no, I, I think that's a great animated film. All right. Um, I don't really watch anime, so I can't even think up. I, I'm not one. heavy into this shit. I've just seen a couple of these things. I'm just saying, but I've seen I, every animated Disney film. Cause I've got daughters, I, you know, I, and it's like you know, Moana was nice. Okay, great. And you know, beauty and the beast. Yeah, good film and everything. Wally is just fucking great. You got a little bit of sci-fi going on. You don't got a lot of fucking talking going on. Uh, it's beautiful. I mean, the, the the cinematography, the the backgrounds, the the the, the, the little fucking robot. They, everything's beautiful in that film. It's great. I I I think since since you are naming some Disney flicks here. Uh. If I were to go for one, it would probably be Aladdin. I think that was their best done cartoon movie that they ever did. I, I absolutely love that film. I'm gonna if you if we were to stick to just Disney only, I'd go Fantasia. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, didn't think okay. of that one. Hold, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Now, now we've just come up with a category that we have <laughs> that we have to go into. So, what are the top Disney flicks? 
Oh God. Um, just animated. No, right. I, I, Disney. Oh Christ. Oh God. I just knocked off my headset. Oh, your um, mic's, yeah, there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think, I think the cartoons are great, but Disney has come out with, with stuff. You went all the way back to Fantasia. That's why this is popping into my head now. And I said popping because I think <laughs> Mary, Mary Poppins, Poppins was Good one film. of the most. It, it was it, it, groundbreaking for his time. It, it was, it, it was absolutely groundbreaking. The, the getting Dick Van Dyke to be able to dance where it As looks like he's on, yeah, he, he's with dancing penguins. with the penguin guys. He's dancing on the roof while chim chimneying. <laughs> yeah. The music was on point uh, on that film. Um, yeah, no, I, yeah. The, the performances were on point. It, it is a gr great, great film. I won't lie. I mean, I, I, you, I, you have to remember that that Disney was Disney was movies as well as cartoons. Yeah, you, you, all of the Herbie movies were Disney. Yeah, yeah. Oh God, I'm going to go back even a little bit further in like the uh, the strongest man in the world, the the living computer. I don't even remember. Those are all. Uh, oh God, what was that? Uh, the guy from. Um, Oh, goddamn! The guy from uh, the thing that was in a bunch of those movies, Strongest Man in the World, shit like that. They they, they pumped out movies left and right for kids. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Um, as far as the the animated stuff goes, I I do stick with Aladdin. I think I, it, I think Aladdin was better than Fantasia. Um, oh, uh, Fantasia just had so much. I mean, Night on Bald Mountain with the fucking demon at the top oh, yeah. of the mountain and shit is just to this day, a great piece, not the best animation ever, but just a great piece. Uh, the hippos, uh, doing ballet. Like how do you, how do you put hippos and ostriches doing ballet and make it work? They made it work. You know, <laughs> it was, uh, I, I think a lot of people need to give. Uh, we've literally only listed like two or three movies that Disney made, but Disney was was the first company to come out with uh, uh, the the not animatronics. I'm it, where where human beings are are put into a cartoon world. Oh. Uh yeah, superimpose something. Yeah, yeah, um, um, yeah, yeah. They're the ones that that figured out how to do superimposed work and it, it and make it just, and, and choreograph it and make it all work. I, I, I don't think that anyone will ever be able to to top Disney. Uh, Fantasia was good. Fantasia was the first time that they used uh, Technicolor for really for their for their film based stuff. And it was great. It was the, oh, yeah. the colors, the blues were so saturated. It was it was gorgeous. Yep. Um, now, do, do we go all the way back to Steamboat Willie? Because Steamboat First. Willie, 
was, first film with sound that matched up to the film. Mm-hmm. That, so, yeah, I, I have a whole bunch listed on my Disney list, but I, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to stick right. with what I said. We'll go with that. All right. So um, we did it. Okay, your turn. What's next? Um, all right. Uh, I did movies that were filmed in Ohio. Ah, Shawshank. That's probably going to be on your list here. Um, Maybe. (laughs) Number one. Uh, And I know that this is going to upset you because it was probably on your Christmas list, but it is Christmas Story. Oh fuck! I, how the fuck did I not think of that one? Jesus I, God! You, I, like I own it, and they play the dog shit out of it, and I'm okay with that because I will pick that movie up anywhere. I will sit down and I will watch the rest of the damn film. I know that we have listeners that listen to us from from other states, and uh, the next time you watch a Christmas story, the uh, the window, the shop window that they walk in front of, that was real. Every year, my mother would drive me down to Cleveland to go look at the Higby's window. I was going to say Macy's, but yeah, Higby's. Yep, you were well, right. it, it, it was Higby's on one side of the street. You had uh, Macy's O'Neill's on the other side of the street. Okay. So we would go up we would go and see Santa Claus and Higby's with the, you, you remember the big concrete columns that were going oh, up yeah. through the middle oh, yeah. of the, Oh man. And, and, and that, that was, I think that's why that, that movie was so important to me. Um, it, you've it been tops, there. You'd done that. It, it was me growing up. I was, <laughs> I was the little boy licking the flagpole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you crayon motherfucker, you. Um, and the house, the house is real. The house is in the, Cleveland. It it is it is a museum to that film at this point in time. It, it is a, and it's not that far from downtown. That's a great part, man. You can go see the storefront, which looks mm-hmm. nothing like the storefront. Uh, but then you can go you can go to the house and across the street they've got uh, gift shop and you can buy the leg lamp you can if you so stay, choose you can stay in the house i did not know that you can pay five hundred dollars <laughs> and after all the tours are over you get to stay in an apartment that's built above the house i'm like this is so cool <laughs> um okay uh n- number two is actually a a movie that we've already mentioned in a different category, but I have to mention it because it was filmed in Ohio. Okay. And that's a breakfast club. The actual God damn school, it, that's right. It was in fucking Columbus. The actual was a school shutdown they school were in was filmed in Columbus. And the set for the for the the main part of the set they built in the gymnasium. Mm-hmm. God damn it. That's right. I totally forgot about that. 
And number three on the list, here I'm going to have to, I'm hoping that this will actually find it. Oh, there it is. Number three on the list is a movie called Those Lips, Those Eyes. Uh, I have it up on the screen so that you can actually see it. Jerry Stiller was in it. Frank Langella? Um, Frank Langella actually starred in it. And, and, and you know, I gotta admit, of all the Dracula films, I love the '70s Frank Langella Dracula film probably the most. And I feel bad about that sometimes. All right, so <laughs> so so they list this as a romance rom com. Okay. So so I guess I do have a rom com list on. Here. Okay, nice. Okay, you got um, you got a romance one in there. I, it is written uh, supposedly in the fifties and is based on Kane Park in Cleveland Heights, which is the first theater company that I ever worked for in my entire life. Nice. Uh, it is filmed. It is filmed about a person interning at a Cleveland summer stock theater, which, which is what Kane park amphitheater is. And, uh, it, it was, uh, for me, I think it was a great film because it was about where I worked for the yeah, very yeah. first time. Now, everyone else that I've ever talked into watching this movie turns around and looks at me and says, why the <laughs> fuck did you make me watch that? That was horrible. <laughs> but, You're like, dude, I used to work there. Oh, dude, I used to do that. Yeah, I get it. It's absolutely hilarious to watch because it was filmed there. Uh, it was filmed there before the amphitheater was put in. But all of the backstage buildings were the same. So <laughs> I saw the old electric shop. I saw there was a post that was right in the middle of the scene shop. And we called it the whipping post because like everybody that worked at Kane Park got like $100, I think, uh, a week something like that and we were putting Good in wages fuck and we were putting in like 70 hours a week <laughs> um so yes that that was that is that is my final cleveland movie or ohio movie cool uh you didn't have an ohio list but i did have not have any, an ohio list do you have any that you would remember that weren't named well, in my drama category, I have one and one only on my T-shirt, the Shawshank Redemption. Ah, that didn't make my list. Um, not because it was a bad movie or anything. I just didn't have a genre set up for it. Well, I, I, I wouldn't even go that far. Uh, literally what it is, is every time I've started to watch Shawshank Redemption, I get bored with it. Oh, God. <laughs> no, man, that, 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 well, that's one of those, and, and forgive me, I don't know how many, but it, it, it took like, what, eight Oscars, I think, that year or something oh, like that. It, it's, it's, it's not a bad film. It's just. Not your film. Not my film. It is totally my film. Totally. 
I, I... This is Scoot from the Cleveland Sports Fan Network here to tell you about our new lineup for the rest of 2021 and beyond. We still have your favorites like Oshimaida and the Fan on Mondays, our flagship show, the Cleveland Sports Fan, on Tuesdays. Wednesday has the Burley Gunner Show. Thursday is the Four Chubs, a roundtable show hosted by Burley Gunner. And on Friday, Pit Road News, a NASCAR, F1, and IndyCar talk show hosted by Scoot, the Cleveland sports fan himself. New episodes every day at 6 a.m. Eastern. Visit us at redcircle.com forward slash Cleveland dash sport dash fan. There isn't anything I don't love about that film. Um, yeah, no, it's great. And then, and then getting to go to the actual prison. And the first time I went, I was actually driving limo and took people down there because they have a haunted house that goes through uh, the the penitentiary down there. And I'm more like looking around, going, "Oh fuck, that's where that was." Oh god, that you know, I'm like, I'm like finding the places that they filmed it at, and the people are trying to jump scare me, and I'm like shut the fuck up i'm looking you know so it was not a great haunted house experience for me but it was great and then i went back a couple years later to do the actual tour and just go through the whole thing and what and it's like ah this is just fucking great yeah no i i absolutely love that film so all right so we have crossed off ohio and drama is it is it my turn now well did did we really do drama oh did you have a drama film we we didn't do a drama though drama category. I did. That was Shawshank was for me for drama. Ooh. Um. Okay. Uh, I had I had a different category. I called it sports drama. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Book me um, up. Let's go. And now, there's a shit ton. Oh my god, I didn't even think about that either. I mean, well. well Sports drama and sports comedy. Oh, God. Anybody that knows me knows that I'm into sports. I'm into a lot of sports. Auto racing is probably the biggest one. This is is why when we did the 80s, I took Days of Thunder out of the 80s category and And put it into this one. In my sports category. Got it. But the only movie in my entire life that ever beat days of thunder as far as sports goes is field of dreams oh shit yeah that's that's some good shit right there that's another movie that if it is on tv i will sit my ass down and watch it till the the bitter end yeah absolutely um so yeah that those were my two sports dramas. Gotcha. Uh, what do we Cat, do? Not sit on my keyboard. What do, we, what do we have left? Well, I've got one, two, three, four, and holiday. How many you got left? <laughs> I have one. You have one? Oh crap! I got to talk sci- for. A bit. Okay, I have Cat. sci-fi. Nah, we're saving that for totally last. Okay, I'm gonna go. Uh, you did not. Oh. You didn't do comedy? No, I, I did do comedy. Oh, well, shit. Uh, well, I got more Let- categories left. Okay, I'm going to go guilty pleasure. This might be a bonus one. Guilty pleasure movies. 
Okay. What are you considering guilty pleasures? Films that did not do well at the box office that I absolutely love to death. I have one that'll fit right in there. Beautiful. Mine is Speed Racer. <laughs> it is pretty. It is color saturation. You want to talk about color saturation? That film is an assault on the senses. Um, and yet, because I, well, I don't know. I, I, I would have to like watch Speed Racer on low volume so my mother didn't hear it because she hated the violence in speed racer um and I, I i loved the original cartoons when i was little um and then when they came out with this one i mean the the, the cast was perfect you got the wakowski brothers now sisters um doing it and, and, and they wanted they wanted a film that they could show their kids and uh you know, because they did the Matrix, obviously, and and but uh, no, man, I loved everything about that film. I thought the cast was was spot on. I thought the comedy was great, the action was great. It was cartoonish, but it was based on a fucking cartoon. It was right there, and they they threw in just enough fanboy stuff. Like there was one point where they're spinning around in the car and he does the oh oh like they did from the cartoon it was it was great man i'm like you know it's like god i love it if i took my kids to see that i took my niece to see that they all loved it they absolutely because we had seen i had had uh dvds of the original speed racer and when they watch it when they were little just for something to watch and then when the movie came out they were all in and absolutely loved it so that's my guilty pleasure movie right there my guilty pleasure movie comes from 1976. Oh, I am about to show you a picture. Let me get this picture opened up so that you can't see the title. <laughs> um, it's going to be something like a racer head. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> this is a. Uh, how do I explain this view picture? That's let's just. The that. picture would help, yes. And here we go. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Are you sure? I, I'm more ready than I've ever been in my whole life. Let's do this thing. Hold on. That is. Hold on. Fuck. I know this film. Hold on. Murder by death. Yes. Oh, my God. I. And we. In and college, Craig and I referenced this movie in a screen, uh, in, a, in, a, in a, oh my God, yes, Moosehead on Wall Talk. Yes, I have, I love this film. Holy shit. And now, who, and, 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 and do you oh. happen, do you happen to notice who the picture is of that I have sent you? Peter Falk. 
And the <laughs> love of your life, <laughs> Eileen Brennan. And let me tell you, I cannot find because I was trying to find a fucking sound clip from Clue with Eileen Brennan to have as your text message alert doesn't exist. I will find it though, and it will happen. Yes. Oh my God. And God, fuck, who is in that film? Larry Niven. Oh, the, uh, yeah. Peter Sellers, Peter mm -hmm. Falk, mm -hmm. um, Eileen Brennan, um, oh, uh, uh, Trevor Capote. Uh, yes. Fuck. Who else was that? There was more. Hold on. The, yeah, that was that was a great film. Holy shit! Like I don't even see that on TV anymore. That's how. Yeah, that's a little obscure, but damn, good film. Uh, let's see here. Oh. Let's see if I can bring this up. There we go. Maggie Smith? Fuck, was she in that too? I think she was. There we go. Let me bring share screen. There you go. It should have everyone. It has Eileen Brennan, Truman Capote, James Coco, Peter, oh, God, yeah. Peter Falk, Alec Guinness. Oh, God, that's right. There's Maggie Smith right there. Um, Elisa Lancaster, David Niven, yes. Peter Sellers, Maggie Smith, Nancy Estella Walker, Winwood. and Estella Winwood. If it, I recall it, the No, I'm thinking of I'm thinking of I'm thinking of another film. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I I I, I had to once again make choices um because murder by death was in my comedy section but i kind of had to oh nancy walker fuck we forgot nancy walker oh yeah oh yeah uh, murder by death if anyone hasn't seen it is literally clue uh just by a different name which somehow I don't have on my list in any way, shape, or form. But damn, that is another uh, guilty pleasure movie that I will sit and watch at any moment, at any time. That's a uh, murder by death has has been one of my favorites ever since I stumbled across it, and it was just for uh, uh, the person playing Jackie Chan. Or playing uh, uh, Inspector Chan. Oh, what? Peter Sellers played him. Yeah, Peter. The the part that Peter Sellers was playing, um, who actually sleeps through like almost being poisoned and all that. It's just it's a <laughs> great flick. All right, so there there you go. That was my guilty pleasures. Damn, that's that's a fine film there, pal. Uh, kudos. <laughs> all right. Um, hey, hey, we're gonna have to take a break here in a second. I'm running um, low. I'm running low on uh, on liquid octane, and probably running high on uh, the rented liquid octane. Uh, the, the carbon dioxide is ready to be mm -hmm. released. Yes. All right. All right, Keep guys. In a second. We'll be right back. So a flip and, phone, yeah, a yeah, flip, flip phone, phone is gonna yeah. happen. It's yeah, got to be a flip phone now. Anyways, back, yeah. back, back to reality here. Yeah. 
All right. So I, I still think I have like way more things left over than you do. I've got one, two, okay. three, I, four. I, okay. Four. What, what, what do you have left? Uh, we're saving that for last. I've got we haven't uh, talked comedy yet. No, that is one of them. And I've got some that kind of blur the lines. I've got science fantasy. I have okay. fantasy and science fiction comedy holiday film. Okay, because I can split up a couple of the ones that I have. Okay. Uh, because you're talking fantasy as well as. Yeah, it's it's, it's a it's a it's a fine line. I say there there's there's some that that I was into where I I can't really call it sci-fi, but it's yeah. definitely along the realms of of right right fantasy. So okay, let's does fantasy. Let's do fantasy next. All right. Do you want me to go first, or please, you want please, to go first? please go first. Number one in fantasy for me is Harry Potter. And and good choice and tough choice for me. I I, I won't it, lie. It goes, it goes for well. Okay, I, I I'll say this out loud, people. Lord of the Rings is neck and neck with it. I would literally put that as a tie. And that then that is my number one. Just so you know. So it, it's Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings tied for that yep. category. I um, they were both extremely well done series. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and the, the, with the Harry Potter, like I think I watched the first movie first, and mm -hmm. then said oh fuck i gotta read the books and read the books <laughs> and so like i knew what all the movies were gonna pan out for well ahead of schedule but i still went and saw the movies and was still just blown away by the movies so yeah it that's and yeah that's another if it comes on tv i'll sit my ass down it doesn't matter which film and there's a couple films that are not as beautiful or great as the whatever but yeah yeah, well, the, yeah, there's, great, there's great a series. Cu a couple of them that are dark. Where, where? You well, just, it just gets darker as it goes. I mean, you know, fucking, they knew that because if you watch the the Warner Brothers credit thing in the very beginning of the movie, they get darker literally every film. Yeah. They start off bright and shiny, and then they start to tarnish. And by the end, they're fucking black and green and just well, yeah, it's it's, it's it, yeah, it's I, it's, I think what makes me extremely into this into that series is the fact that that she, uh, and when I say she, I mean J.K. Rawlings, mm -hmm. advanced the characters to the point of uh, when it, just just to the one guy. When it started out, it was a children's book. What I liked about her is that she advanced the entire series to be an adult book yep. in the end. And, and, and Alan Rickman, bless his and God, I love him as an actor. You ever I seen January to, Man? Yeah. Fucking love that I, film. I, I literally started watching all of Alan Rickman's movies. I didn't even realize that he was in Die Hard. <laughs> I guess he's so good. Yeah. But because it's a totally different character. Oh god, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I love God, I love Alan Rickman. 
in everything he's done, but she, he was the only person that she told what was going to happen at the end of the books so that he, his performance could reflect that early on, which is fucking great. I, I, I think the, I think the things that really got me was, was, was the first movie, the first Dumbledore. Um, yeah, too bad he died early. He was he was very much more the book Dumbledore than yeah. Gambon. But I don't like Gambon. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, and 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 and, and of course I can't Maggie, remember his goddamn name because I'm an idiot. But yeah, freaking Maggie Smith. Oh Maggie God, Smith I love is her. Incredible through love all Maggie of Smith. So one of my favorite lines is when. In the very last film, she calls down a bunch of golems to go kill some people. And, and she turns to the, the person beside her and goes, I've always wanted to do that spell. And she's, she's just like a little kid. It's fucking great. Oh, my God. She's it's like just a, the best. She's like 145 years old, and she's enjoying oh, and, herself. And her against Dolores Umbridge when they're, like, fighting in the hallway oh is great. Oh, it my God. A, the snarkiest yeah. without being a total... Bitch, I don't, what a Gracie. Now, I, I don't want people to sit back and, and think that we're dissing Lord of the Rings because we're mm. we're about to talk for 15 minutes about Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Mr. Jackson, the uh, the director mm. of, of Lord of the Rings, I, I don't think I could have picked anyone better to do this show. To nope. do the to do justice, that the fact is, is that the man was already a Tolkien uh, fan. He he read every he, he made the cast read the books. He made the cast keep the books on them. He, I mean, he, and they they read them constantly. But the fact that he made everyone read the Silmarillion. Oh Which, God! And what a piece of shit that book is. Well, it, oh. remember the Silmarillion. Uh, he died halfway through it, so his son finished the book. Oh, is that the reason it's so bad? So that's why it's so different from The Hobbit and oh, and just, Lord yeah, of the Rings. It's it's not nice. It's like yeah, um, the, but, yeah. The the casting was incredible. Uh, the film sites in New Zealand, yeah, were, were pick just a better spot ever. Were just incredibly gorgeous. Like even the bad areas were had beauty in their own way. There's there's one scene that I remember uh, where the uh, the horsemen are 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 coming over the hill and and they see all the orcs that are dead and all that yes just the beauty of the landscape around them i i was like that that's that's where i want to live <laughs> i want to live someplace where it's green like that yeah you know? uh now as as we find out later in life as life goes on new zealand is under under snow for three quarters of the year so that might not be a 
great place to live but not I'm, a great place yeah i, I want to go visit oh my god I, I i will i will honestly say if if i get the job that i'm trying to get right now and we're not going to talk about where i will guarantee you and i a trip to new zealand oh to go see hobbiton oh god all right i'm in I might even, I might, yeah. It, it was the, the I'll casting. Pay the, I, uh, you know what? Huh? I'll pay the bar tab. That's right. <laughs> 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 you, it might you be can, worse than the trip itself. <laughs> hang on. You, you can pay the bar tab with the money that you make from the cars that I buy off of you. <laughs> Because I'm going to have to buy some new cars when I come out. Yeah, there. Uh, I got you. I got, hold on two seconds, please. Ladies and gentlemen, Burke is peeing. And I'm back. Nope. Moving drinks. <laughs> All right. Anyway. All right. So are we going to talk about Lord of the Rings anymore or are we good? That's my fantasy pick. Yep. Yep. I, I, I think that's, I, I think we've hit it. It's, it's a. That's a whole show right there. If you want to really get into it, it's a, if you want to do a deep dive, that might be the movie. I'm not quite sure. We'll think that, about that. Th that is that's six hours of movie. Well, did you watch the director's cut? Okay, so that's eight hours <laughs> of movie. Twelve hours of movie. <laughs> it, is it worth it? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, the director's cut is actually kind of nice because of the commentary. Um, oh, I just, I didn't even watch the commentary. I just watched the, oh, I, I every film was three hours long and just watched the whole thing. And yeah, I was, I don't want to do it all the time, but yeah, it was well worth it. I popped the commentary in because the, the, the boy who played Legolas, Orlando uh, Bloom, Orlando Bloom is part of the, that, that. And, and and that poor just, guy didn't even know he had the part until like a week before the filming but, started. But <laughs> what what cracks me up is like Vigo Mortison um broke his foot. Broke his toe, kicking the helmet. Yep. Kicking a helmet. And I mean they and that's kept the it, shot they kept. That's the shot they kept. Yeah. <laughs> He didn't fall to his knees because he was directed to. He he wasn't he wasn't knees. he wasn't in the moment. He was in fucking pain. Yeah, and then I guess I guess Lake, uh, Orlando Bloom cracked a couple ribs riding horses. Yeah, there was a lot of there's 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 there there, there was, was some a, damage done on that film. Uh, oh come on, who who uh, who played Gandalf? Um. Yeah, yeah. You, you, now that you asked me that, I couldn't tell you the part. <laughs> okay, I can't even. I I can't remember his name right now. But um, uh, well, I gotta tell you this: if if you ever get the opportunity, he was in a sitcom for the BBC called Vicious. He played a gay guy with a gay roommate. That's vicious. Oh my God, that is hilarious. It is the most crass and nasty show you will ever see. <laughs> but it and they is... play, wait, wait, they, and they play guys that are in the theater, if I recall. 
Oh, he plays a guy that was in the theater. Yes. His, his roommate or slash boyfriend, whatever roommate, whatever you want to call him. I don't even know what he did, but he's he's an out of work 70 Ian year old Ian McKellen. <laughs> he he is an out of work actor who is constantly waiting for his agent to call for that next role. Uh, <laughs> and there is there's actually one there, I think it I think it was the Christmas special that they did where he kept talking about um not Maggie Smith. Uh Who's who's the lady that played M in the the last 007? Jane Judy Dench. Jane, okay, Judy Dench. So he keeps talking all the way through the show about how he's friends with Judy Dench and he's waiting for her to call. And he's they're going through the whole show, you know. Oh, she's gonna very, call any time now. I guarantee it. The very last <laughs> scene. They are up in bed asleep, and the phone rings, and it's Judy Tench going, Oh, my God, I can't believe This is Scoot from the Cleveland Sports Fan Network, here to tell you about our new lineup for the rest of 2021 and beyond. We still have your favorites, like Oshimaida and the Fan on Mondays, our flagship show, the Cleveland Sports Fan, on Tuesdays. Wednesday has the Burley Gunner Show. Thursday is the Four Chubs, a roundtable show hosted by Burley Gunner. And on Friday, Pit Road News, a NASCAR, F1, and IndyCar talk show hosted by Scoot, the Cleveland sports fan himself. New episodes every day at 6 a.m. Eastern. Visit us at redcircle.com forward slash Cleveland sport fan. Leave you called. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, okay, um, so so we got we got rid of fantasy now. Yeah, and we might have to d- deep dive into Lord of the Rings. I'm not quite sure about that. Um, what do I got? I got science fantasy. Okay, what are you considering for that? Uh, it was tough because I love Tron and Tron Legacy. And I couldn't like put it in science fiction exactly. I couldn't put it in fantasy. I kind of said, uh, "Fuck it, I'm going to make it its own thing." It it, it it's uh, first full CGI movie ever. Mm-hmm. Tr- the original Tron, great cast. They bring them all back for Tron Legacy, and a lot of people dumped on Tron Legacy. But Jesus Christ, what a beautiful film! And having Daft Punk do all the music was brilliant. It, it, they're both great films in their own right. And you watch the original Tron, which is 1981. Mm. It looks kind of hokey but damn some of the shit was just groundbreaking like they should have won academy awards for some of their stuff but they didn't have categories for it at that point in time that film i believe created categories for cgi in the academy awards um just another two films that i i own both I if they're on TV, I will sit down and watch them both. I it just yeah, I, I love both of those films to death. Ooh, um, I I I I didn't know this category, so I didn't write anything down. That's but, cool. But I have to agree with you on this. Tron was ahead of its time 
when it came out. Oh, God, yeah. Tron, when it came out, I went and saw that flick about 40 times. That was a good... On the first run. Eight eight times in a movie theater easily. Uh, it just... Which I, was eclipsed by Star Wars, the original 77. That was 15 or 16 in the theater on its original run. Um, I absolutely loved that show um now tron legacy it took me about five times watching it oh i see a tail it took me about five times watching it to to get to the point of liking it because it's so different from the first tron it takes a little bit to get to get over that Mm -hmm. honestly if if you went and watched tron legacy or uh without seeing the original Tron you'd probably like it you would love it you'd you'd be like this is this is tits and ass um just loving every minute of it but you know having seen the original you're like yeah you're gonna constantly you're gonna constantly compare it which is kind of unfair It, it is one of the longest sequels yeah ever well, it's 30 31 years 31 between, years between the films yeah it's one of the and longest sequels ever that kind of makes that kind of makes it hard to judge but at yeah. the same token what what it does is that the people that are writing reviews were the ones that saw the original hopefully so yeah that's, yeah 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 that's that's why there was so many i I, honestly i think it was a great film it was wonderfully done oh yeah are are we into sci-fi yet no okay we 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 have a second largest one yet what's that comedy oh shit (laughs) all right so for comedy my dear boys yes i have one, two, three. I have three. I have four. All right, so we need to start with you then. Mm. My my number four pick is airplane. <laughs> Because let me let me ask you, have you ever quoted airplane in your Constantly. normal daily life? <laughs> I don't speak jot. <laughs> it's a completely different film altogether. Just it's a please, completely different film. <laughs> please remember the people that I work with. I don't speak jive. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. I speak jive. <laughs> <laughs> And have you ever seen the, because that's based on a drama film. Could everyone please get into their crash positions? (laughs) 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 Then that film is based on a drama film and they've done, you know, you can see the side-by-side comparison of the drama film versus the comedy film. It's fucking great. Oh my God. 
I picked the wrong time to quit sniffing glue. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> You can make a hat or a brooch or a pterodactyl. <laughs> and don't call me Shirley. <laughs> that, I believe, <laughs> might be your ringtone at this point in time. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> I, I, um, uh, okay. I, I think before you go on any further. Mm-hmm. Because we are in into the comedy thing now. Um, I think you just need to say ahead of time anything that Mel Brooks wrote deserves to be there. <laughs> He's my top two in comedy. So, yeah, you got that. You got me there. Um, um, so, I mean, I, I know that you went with Airplane first. That's my uh, fourth pick. That's my fourth pick. Oh, that's your number four. That's number four. Okay. My number three mm-hmm. is Young Frankenstein. That's my second pick. Good choice. Uh, Young Frankenstein was written by Mel's, Mel Brooks. Uh, starred. Um, come on. Uh, Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder. Terry Garr. Terry Gar, um, Marty Feldman, Maury Feldman, and uh, oh god, what's her name? The fabulous one uh, from Wait. from my first pick there, uh, Madeline Kahn. Madeline Kahn and the father from uh, from oh Peter Boyle. Yes, Peter Boyle played Frankenstein. Yes, it was it. It's a beautiful flick. It's a beautifully, beautifully done flick. And Mel Brooks's uh And he co-wrote that with Gene Wilder. Gene but, came up with the original idea and 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 sent it over and they worked on it long and hard and it really shows. And it's a subtle some of the shit is it's a very subtle comedy. It, yeah, it's, it's not it's not there placing is, there saddles. Is, there is slapstick. Yeah. But there is just subtle, great moments of of uh, dramatic pauses that make the comedy that much better. It's a great, great, and, and filming in black and white just for shits and giggles oh, it was, was great. fantastic. It was fantastic. Oh so what's 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 your number three? Okay, so uh, airplane Caddyshack is my number three. Fuck. Yeah, tough one, right? Harold Ramis. Like, we didn't even get into... Like, I don't have Ghostbusters on any of my lists here. Dude, we... I I think you and I... Okay, once once we get through this list, I think you and I need to plan on one show of just going over comedies. Comedies that people need to watch. Because Ooh. right now, just with what you've added... <laughs> I'm like sitting here going, dude, I could come oh, up. How did I not think of that? <laughs> I could come up with 15 comedies that you need oh, to go God, watch. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, All Caddy right, so Sha- what do we do? Caddyshack was fabulous. Yeah. Is Cad- I, I don't I don't know if Caddyshack beats meatballs, though. Um, Ooh. Well, 
Meatballs is a little rough. And, 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 and granted, meatballs it is, is is definitely rough comedy. But it is the first Bill Murray tangent, ten minute bullshit, make it up on the spot. That he does in all the rest of his films that are great. He does it in Ghostbusters. He does mm-hmm. it in Stripes. But he started in in that film. Yeah, he's like you know the is North Star. You know the, the guys from North Star. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, all uh, right, yeah, so, it, it was a brilliant. It's a brilliant movie. Yeah, so airplane, Caddyshack, Young Frankenstein is my number three choice. You mean, and we've gone over that. No, no, no. uh, Airplane, Caddyshack, Young Frankenstein. Yeah, you only had four. I my my number one pick. Oh wait, wait, wait! Don't go to number one yet, because I gotta go through my number two. Oh, oh, oh! What's your number two pick, sir? I apologize. Um, my number two pick is a movie called Spaceballs. Yeah, that's that's up there, man. And then that love Mel Brooks talking about that film because he most of his films were back in the 60s and 70s. Not a lot of 80s films, but you had Spaceballs come out where he's making fun of Star Trek, Star Wars, all that kind of stuff. And it got people involved with Mel Brooks and it was like a resurgence of Mel Brooks. And then yeah. they started watching these other films going, oh, my God, these are great. So, yeah, I, I, I do love Spaceballs. It's it, I, it. It could it would be on my top five, probably, but I only stuck to four. Okay. Uh, so what was your number one blazing saddles? Another Mel Brooks. Um, it is well-deserved. I absolutely loved blazing saddles. Um, most of the people that I am friends with and that I work with, um, who you would sit there and expect to say, uh, this is a, a very bad movie. (laughs) Okay. Let's, let's look at this realistically. You had a Jewish guy co-writing with the best black comedian possibly of our century to write a movie about racism. And they came up with blazing saddles. It's fucking brilliant and and unfortunately they the the studios would not allow richard pryor who co-wrote that movie to star in the movie so they got clevon little and granted but clevon little's fucking brilliant (laughs) jesus christ oh my god he is great oh yeah, yeah, it, it, just everything about that movie just pokes fun at every bit of racism. Then and and for and now, I mean, you can watch that movie today, and it's still relevant and funny as all get out. 
and that is just a great it, 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 is it stupid oh god yeah it, it's not the serious that young frankenstein was yeah it's much more lighthearted and you know but it, oh god you know i need a shitload of dimes you know <laughs> all right i i am i am about to play something for you do not say anything because i know that the words are going to be up on the screen but watch it and this is my number one comedy I think I know what this might be. Home. You were an Elvis impersonator. You <laughs> fell off the stage and broke your hip? What was it? 20 years ago. That's where they took a piece of my brain. I got a little bag of sand up there now. Jack, <laughs> President Kennedy was a white man. They dyed me this color. <laughs> we can't get shady rest. Is an Egyptian Here's the sad thing. Of some sort. Some I've never watched this film. You know, mummy hiding out, feeding on the sleeping. He can just keep on feeding unless he's finally destroyed. Is this like the number five movie in Army of Darkness? the walker Bubba Hotep don't make me use my stuff on you baby <laughs> <laughs> all right I gotta write that one down too god damn it I have wanted uh, to watch that film for a long time uh okay so the um the official uh uh first time that the the movie was showing what a uh, premiere was yeah. done at the Dallas Film Festival oh nice and i was actually working the film festival that year <laughs> so, so you're I trying saw, to watch the lights and the sound uh, and the ooh. film simultaneously i literally the day before this premiered got to sit in the theater and watch the whole flick <laughs> and uh i i sat back uh i am an army of darkness fan oh I, god yes and I, uh, it, it, I i tried finding a place on my list i, I just uh, yeah yeah okay go ahead bruce campbell is uh is one of my favorite actors he 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 was in a show uh 
Um, and I he can't. On, he was on I Hercules. Well, he he was also on he was also on a, a TV a show. A western. It was a western. No, no, he was he was an FBI agent. Um, uh, that one I don't know. Oh gosh, what was the name of that show? It was, it was like whites or white collar, white collar. That's what it was called. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like a, a side character. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So he was a side character on it, and I was watching that when this show became kind of well the, the, i saw this show first and and then kind of followed bruce anyways um the whole fact that uh, this was an independent film people so uh all of the music that is in bubba hotep is non-copyright so, so there's no, no Elvis music, no nothing. Um, to see Bruce Campbell playing Burn uh, Notice, Burn Notice, that was it. Yep. To see Bruce Campbell playing Elvis, a an Elvis, 88 year old Elvis impersonator, <laughs> and no. In the show, you will figure out that he's actually Elvis. (laughs) He switched positions with an Elvis impersonator (laughs) because he was tired of the limelight. (laughs) And then proceeded to fall off the stage. (laughs) Doing an Elvis impersonation it's it's a brilliant show it is a brilliant show i am not going to ruin it for everyone if you are into horror flicks this is something or, to watch or if dark you comedies because bruce comedies. campbell is a oh he's got brilliant comedic timing holy crap but, and and to put him up against uh, to put him up against ozzy smith was absolute or uh, Ozzy Davis. Why am I not remembering Ozzy's name? I, I don't know. Ozzy, who, what are you talking about? Uh, uh, let's see here. It was. I do believe it's Ozzy Smith. Um, what did Ozzy Smith do? Ozzy Smith has done like tons of stuff let's see here ozzy yep ozzy smith uh to put him up against ozzy maybe not ozzy smith cowboy bebop yeah i don't think you're thinking of the right guy i think it's ozzy davis is it ozzy man i got a lot to fucking edit again (laughs) Ozzy Davis. God, my own last name, and I couldn't remember. <laughs> I can't even find it on my IMDb. What are you talking about? Uh, Ozzy Davis has, uh, well, he's been in a lot of crap, man. I can't even find this dude. All right, go ahead. Hold on. Here, here, here. Let me help you. Boom. Boom. Oh, I, I, 
Oh, that dude. Fuck yeah. He was in uh the the uh the stand. Uh the miniseries The Stand, which I oh god, if we talk about TV shows, that would be uh, maybe my number one. I'm not uh, sure. Let's see here. Oh, he Car was in everything. Where are you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Jag, Absolutely he was in everything. Roots. He was in uh, Hawaii Five O. Let's go. Like up the way the, the original or the remake? No, he was in the original. Okay, it's important. Yeah, um, I think he died before the the remake came out. Two thousand five uh, at age eighty seven. Yeah. So, do the right thing Bubba Hotep the uh, client he was in Dr. Doolittle with um the uh, original Eddie Murphy Eddie Murphy no the, the 1998 version oh yeah okay great uh well he was a, okay he was in a tremendous amount of movies 108 films holy shit he uh yeah he he was he he was to to put a serious actor like that up against bruce campbell uh yeah i am rapaport damn you're 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 talking about you're well not not just the serious actor he was an activist he was a uh he was in Malcolm X. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to remember his his Joe time versus period. The volcano. His time period. But the first like ten movies that he did, he was uncredited because As he was black many African American were. Yeah, he was in Roots. Uh, holy crap! Yeah, Too much yeah, to go through. You're talking about a great. A great actor going yep. up and having to act against Bruce Campbell. <laughs> so, anyways, that was that was my uh, and a fine, fine. That was pick. my number one. That was all right. We need to take a break to refill. All right, everyone, we're gonna take a little break here and finish this up. Yeah. 